Hi there. My name is Amanda Poole-Walsh, and I'm the founder of Astrology Hub. And I'm Donna Woodwell, Astrology Hub's Master Astrologer and Senior Editor. And we are here for your weekly forecast for the week beginning on May 20th. Donna, last week was a whopper. Can you tell us about this week, uh, what, what we should be paying attention to? I know the theme last week was uh, Game of Thrones, and I literally listened to our forecast twice and then went through and took notes on it day by day. Like That's how intense it was for me. I don't know if any of you can relate with that, but tell us about this week. What's going on? Yeah, it was a big week last week. And I hate to tell y'all, we're going to have like the pressure is mounting over the coming weeks as we get to some pretty intense aspects and start to move into eclipse season coming pretty soon. So I think a lot of people are like you, Amanda, that this week is kind of recovering and feeling the reverberations from last week. So as I was writing the script, I kept hearing the Bob Dylan lyrics, the answer is blowing in the wind. And so I think let's take some time to explore what that actually means. Because as I researched the lyrics, I realized it was very relevant to this week to listen to what's blowing in the wind. Okay, so we're, we're, we're getting some answers maybe, but we're going to have to figure out how to, how to grab them how to grab them, and what they mean for you. All right. Okay, so let's talk about the week. Yes. So following on the heels of our wild card, no aspects all day Sunday, Monday is really a pullback day. You know, the day begins with moons wearing very foggy Neptune, often an aspect that's associated with oversensitivity and confusion. So if you manage to make it out of bed and into the office, any optimism you might have felt will fizzle probably not long after lunch because the moon turns void of course starting around midday and lasting for 15 hours. So Donna, can you, can you remind everybody which time zone you're using? Uh, we use Pacific time zone for uh, most of our forecasting. Uh, we assume that most people who are listening are in the United States. So we try to adjust a little bit um, based on Eastern versus California time. But for Amanda, you just have to like pretend you're a little earlier. <laughs> yeah. And then the East Coasters, it's, they're going to get through most of the day before the moon goes void, of course. Uh, yeah. Well, it'll be like two o'clock in the afternoon for them. Right. Okay. So void, of course, is general time when things just don't move forward. So for this day, I was kind of getting a, 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 the idea of a car stuck in the mud. And no matter how eager you are to get moving, putting your foot on the accelerator and pushing down really hard just makes more mud fly around. So you're better off saying, okay, clearly I'm stuck. And maybe let the puddle dry out a little bit or maybe get out of your car and go look around for a board or do something else before you try to get moving forward. That's really, especially with this very wet day, just hang out until you can move forward again. But hey, don't worry. It will get unstuck uh, because early Tuesday morning, the moon is heading into very pragmatic Capricorn. And this is going to feel a little bit more stable and it's going to really help when the sun and Mercury hold hands and then jump into Gemini together. Now, for those astrologers who know that Mercury is at home in Gemini. So this is going to change how we feel about thinking itself very rapidly. So let's talk about what Gemini is for a moment. It's what astrologers call a mutable sign. And mutable just means changeable. 
and it's an air sign. So when we think about air, it's known for going everywhere, getting into all kinds of things. Nothing can really stop air. You need it to survive. So put mutable and air together, changeable air. That puts everything into motion. So the past, the future, the conscious, the unconscious, we're everywhere. And so it's really rare when two planets change signs at the same moment going into a sign together. And the day that Mercury meets the sun is actually the day that Mercury is starting a whole new cycle for Mercury. It's called a Mercury synodic cycle. This just happens to be the superior conjunction of Mercury. So he's not, he's not retrograding right now. So depending on how you count Mercury cycles, it's either the beginning day or the absolute middle day. I personally think of it as the beginning day, but other astrologers disagree with me. Either way, it's a pivotal point in Mercury's orbit, and he's going home at that same time. So this is like really, really big changes for Mercury. So it's as if the divine sun king is carrying in his court jester and placing him on the king's throne. Get back to that Game of Thrones. It seems to be coming up again. To pay homage to Mercury in his new role as like king for the time being. So what would his courtiers think? What would all the people in the throne room think if the king walked in and placed the court jester on the throne? I imagine there'd be a few ruffled feathers like, hey, why does he get to be there? Or struggling to cope with, you know, what are we going to do about this? And what does this mean for me? Everything's going to feel confused and strange and weird because that's what Gemini does. It's bringing in so much information that we haven't considered before or looking at things in different ways that especially when you are, you know, looking for something to hold on to, Gemini is saying throw open the gates of perception, really, and bring it all in. And so a good mantra when things start feeling overwhelming is to repeat to yourself that it's just a moment in time and that Gemini works best when you don't judge what you get because it's when you judge what you get that things start going sideways. And so focus on the gift that Mercury gives you when he sees both sides of the story because what you think is right is might be someone else's wrong. And back to the Bob Dylan song, I think this is why the answer is blowing in the wind. You know, asking ourselves, what does that actually mean? So I looked it up and here's what Dylan said about the lyrics. There ain't so much I can say about the song except that the answer is blowing in the wind. It's not in a book. It's not in the movie. It's not in a TV show or in a discussion group. It's in the wind. And so that trying to look outside of yourself for the answers isn't going to do it for you, especially when Mercury is in Gemini. It's funny. It's ironic. It's the paradoxical nature of astrology is that sometimes that the solution is in the question. And in this case, pure perception, our desire is to gather all of this information. But at the end of the day, the answer to the question you've got is in your own heart. It's in your own spirit because that's what's going to make it really important and relevant to you. And one of the old names for wind is breath or spirit or ruach. That all means your own spark of divinity. So the answer is brought by your own spark of divinity, so to speak. I hope that makes sense, Amanda. It really does. And I think the key for us to be able to catch that answer in the wind is quiet. You know, we have to we have to get quiet and still and slow down so we actually can hear it. Because if we're just gonna distract ourselves and be busy ourselves, we just we won't we won't hear it. So I think that you know that's just 
it's, it's really, I've actually never thought too much about that song until right now and those words, but it's really true. And the, and the answer being in the question we're asking, if we're asking, you know, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening? You're going to get shown why it's happening. But if you ask different questions, like how can I move through this? What is there for me to see or learn about myself? How can I get clarity about what's happening? You know, it's those kinds of questions will give you the answer that you want. So pay attention to the question that you're asking so that the answer that blows in the wind is the answer that you need to get unstuck and move forward. Exactly. And, you know, with Mars still in Cancer, and at this point, Mars and Mercury are way out of bounds. They're not behaving the way they normally do. They're, they're much more willing to break the rules, to be a little surly, to be a little way unconventional. So we have to remember that there is no one right answer. It's all a matter of perspective, and it's especially potent right now. And that can make some folks uncomfortable about there not being one true thing. And so they end up clinging to what they believe even harder. But that's the opposite of what we need to do right now. What we need to do is honor and respect people for having multiple viewpoints, because we all have our own spirit. We all have a little piece of the truth. And we can only start working at solutions and compromises when we can come from that basic point of respect. And hopefully, Mercury can bring, in Gemini, can bring some of that willingness to understand we live in a place that has many, many, many sides and ways and truths that are going on simultaneously. We've talked about this before, but that term, again, that I've gotten from Alison Armstrong, one of my mentors, listen to learn. Like, listen to learn. Don't listen already with what you think is true, what your side of the story is. But when someone else is speaking to you, listen to learn what's true for them. And I think that's going to come in handy this week, too. I think so, too. And I, we could go back and put that in the theme for the week, listen to learn. Well, so the answer is blowing, blowing in the wind, but we have to listen in order to learn. We, we, <laughs> all right. We have to listen to learn. Yes, exactly. I like it. Perfect. All right. So on Wednesday, we still have some echoes of the 1960s um, and how you experience the daily vibe to uh, may have a lot to do with how you respond to change in general. So because there's a lot of change going on right now. So if you're siding with the change agents, you love change, you want to see change happens, then action-oriented Mercury at Mars is making an easy sextile to that iconoclastic Uranus in Taurus. So that charges us to want to join the Freedom Riders, to take some positive steps to bring freedom to everyone in our tribe. But you might feel a little more called to preserve and protect the past because the moon has just moved into Capricorn. And he's meeting up with Saturn and Pluto. And in the next moon cycle, what's going to happen? He's going to go from Capricorn all the way back to Cancer again, and then all the way back to Capricorn over the next couple of moon cycles. And it's going to be, we're going to feel this like two-week jump, jump and jump and jump because the, the moon, it's the moon that's driving some of this action because he's activating this really tense configuration of Mars opposing Saturn and Pluto. And this has been, this is going to be one of the edgier times, I think, of the whole year, especially since it ends in a total solar eclipse right in Capricorn and Cancer again. So we got to keep an eye on how this is developing. So those of you who are more inclined to want to feel safe, you're going to fall into this side of the equation uh, for wanting to know what to expect because change is really scary. So you're going to have to think about how you face change itself 
over the course of the evening hours on Wednesday because the moon's going to like have all this stuff going on and then poof, turn void, of course, again for another 14 hours. So there, it's like there's all this friction and then it, it's nothing. Like there's no resolution. And it's sometimes hard when we want to resolve something. I, I know I've been in, in arguments with people and I want to clear the air and get it over with but there's no way to clear the air in this situation. There's just uncertainty. And so living with that uncertainty in these times may be something that we are all going to have to like take a breath and realize it's just a moment in time. I don't have to solve everything right now. I can put a pin in it and come back to it when things feel a little bit easier. Donna, I can totally relate with that, that feeling, that like sense of urgency that something needs to be resolved. And normally when I'm feeling that way, I actually make the situation worse because there's pressing for the answer, there's pressing for resolution. And if it's just not happening, it's better to just let it go and walk away and trust that things will shift and change and move again and there'll be more clarity. But I can totally relate with that feeling inside. It's like, I gotta do something about this right now. And it, it feels like sometimes like life or death, you know, it's like that strong to, to get that resolution there. But I think we just can all pay attention to that, that urge inside and and not give it the the power that it can feel like it has in that moment. And and this is the blessing of that void moon because once the moon comes out of void it goes into Aquarius. And Aquarius is one of the signs that gives the moon the capacity, you know, again, in astrology, the blessing is also the curse and vice versa. <laughs> and the Aquarian moon isn't emotionally dramatic. It's very detached. And it's the, it's the emotional point of view of just like stepping back and going, okay, what's going on here? And it gives you a lot of space. But if someone is asking you to be really emotionally involved, it's difficult when the moon is in Capricorn, I mean, in uh, Aquarius. But in this case, it's probably a blessing because it's exactly what we need after the big Cancer Capricorn dynamic of the, day, of the couple days before. So I think on Thursday, by Thursday afternoon, you know, with the moon in Aquarius, it's making a nice harmonious uh, trine with the sun and Mercury in Gemini. It's counseling a sense of detachment, remaining objective. And the less you can bring emotions into the situation, the better off you're going to be at the end of the week here because you'll see things a little bit more clearly for what they actually are than what you want them to be. Okay, so moving on into Friday. I feel tired just like talking about the week and we haven't even gotten there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) At least on Friday, you may have found all this talk of change, not change during the week has strained a few relationships. So on Friday, remember what's really important to you and have compassion for others that others have their own priorities as well. Just don't get into the blame game because it's not going to help you speak from your heart and not from, you know, whatever lingering emotions that you've had. Saturday, I think everybody's going to be like, okay, I'm done now. And they're going to go home because there is a 17 hour long void of course moon on Saturday. That's almost the entire day. So no matter how your work week went, uh, you can't go wrong with some alone time to sort through your thoughts and feelings from the week or take some time to focus on how things are and not just how your own feelings have colored the situation as it is. And the last quarter moon falls on Sunday. Now, I think of the last quarter moons like the moon's bedtime ritual. You know, the whole lunation cycle goes from the new moon 
um, as the moon grows in light to culminate at the full moon and then decreases in light till there's you can't see the moon at all and then starts the whole cycle over again. So this is the moon putting itself to bed. You have gone through the entire month. You're wiping off your makeup. You're putting on your PJs. You're getting ready to go to sleep. And that's what the dark of the moon is. Um, so in the coming week, as we move through the dark moon, it's time that we wrap up whatever happened, the cares of the lunar month, month, so to speak, so that we can recharge when the new cycle begins at the new moon. So you're going to start your winding down right now because there's a lot more to come over the coming weeks. Okay, Nana. So another big week for us. I have um, our takeaways for the week. So first, this is another big week for us with the intensity, like we can come to expect that the intensity over the next few weeks is going to continue to mount until the eclipses in July. So it's just something for us to begin getting used to feeling uncomfortable and not feeling like we have to solve that problem of discomfort all the time. Um, the second thing is it's very important for us this week to consider alternative perspectives so with, the, with Mercury and Gemini, really, really think through the questions that you're asking and listen, you know, listen to what is coming through uh, that is answering those questions for you and pay attention to allowing other people to have their perspectives and, uh, you know, not being so attached to your perspective as the only one that's right. And then finally, just to take some quiet and alone time on Saturday, we have that long void of course moon. We're going to need some time for integration. We're going to need some time for that, you know, peaceful reflection. So take that time on Saturday and enjoy it. And uh, everybody have a great week. Donna, is there anything else that you'd want to leave us with before we go? Only I'm going to be using that mantra. It's only a moment in time quite a lot for myself. Um, it reminds me, it's what I used to do in college when I was walking to take an exam and I was freaking out that I know it was going to be hard or something. And I would stop and say, Donna, you're 20 years old. Are you even going to remember this moment when you're 50? And most of the time, the, mo the answer was no. But now that I'm saying it out on the radio, I guess I did remember those moments. Um, but now I look back at it and go, yeah, like I had real life problems then, right? <laughs> it was just... Well, yeah, I mean, but it feels that big. I think we, we all look back on our life. It's like, God, that was really not that big of a deal. But in the moment, things feel big. The, the one that always comes to me is a song by Tom Petty. And he says... Most things I worry about never happen anyway. So I, I remind myself of that sometimes. Like most things that I worry about like incessantly, they, they don't end up happening. You know, the way that I'm, I'm imagining that they'll happen. There's also a U2 song that uh, he says, it's just a moment, this time will pass. And, and I remember that one too. So I, I guess we could put some of these songs on our playlist this week and drive around in the car and remind ourselves. Actually, I think music can, can do wonders to help us. You know, that would be a great thing if, if we had infinite time, we could make weekly playlists on, on, on music that would help you get through the week. Ah, oh, that's a great call. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to tell you what it is. If you have the time to just go download it, go ahead and do it. We'll be doing it as well. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of our community, for listening to this podcast. We are starting a new contest for the podcast where every 50 uh, reviews we are going to select one person to win one of our courses. So if you leave us a review, we'll take the next 50 that come in. One person out of that 50 will receive one of our courses for free. And we're just going to keep doing that. So um, please continue to review the show. It's so, so helpful for us to hear 
how um, it's landing for you. And um, as always, thank you for making astrology a part of your life. We will catch you on the next episode. Are you ready to learn more about astrology, take your work with the moon cycles to the next level, and experience what it feels like to be supported by a thriving community of like-minded and like-hearted souls? Then we have the place for you. Join Astrology Hub's Inner Circle, a global community dedicated to spiritual growth, lunar forecasts, and mastery classes with leading astrologers. Simply go to astrologyhub.com slash inner circle to learn more and join us today. Reconnect with your childlike wonder of the universe and rediscover your place and purpose in it all. Join our inner circle today. Visit astrologyhub.com slash inner circle and get in our inner circle today. Hi, this is Chris Kaplan, the producer of the Astrology Hub podcast. This episode is over, but check the show notes for links to products and services you've heard about during this episode. And if you enjoyed our show, please subscribe and rate using the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts.